Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, welcome back, everybody. If you are going through some challenges in life, let's say you're feeling stuck, you're not moving forward, maybe you just can't shake a certain feeling, maybe maybe your chakras are out of, out of balance or out of whack. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, it probably sounds like a personal question and something we shouldn't be talking about on a podcast. <laughs> but chakras are energy centers within your body. And this all goes back hundreds, if not thousands of years of how people actually healed themselves and healed others without medicine. This was the medicine in some regards. We're going to talk about your chakras and how it impacts your life. And she's somebody who practices a lot of this and so much more. She's a nationally certified massage therapist, has a great team who does energy healing and energy work at Hammond's Healing Hands. And she's back with us. Emily Cajel is on the program. Am I saying that right? I'm just, I'm having a block in my brain. Is it Cajel? <laughs> it's Cagle, but it's fine. There yeah, we Kegel. go. That You know what? When I overthink it, I usually don't get it right. But either way, <laughs> welcome back. How are totally you? Fine. I'm great. Great to be back. Thanks, Steve. Um, I'm glad we're talking about this because I believe more and more people are finally becoming aware about this thing called energy and spiritualism. And there's there's more out there. They, they're, they're finding that there's more out there than just taking, popping a pill or just going to a doctor. Uh, nothing wrong with that. But sometimes it goes a little bit deeper and that that does relate to energy and specifically the chakras. So why don't we why don't we boil it to the basics? What what exactly is a chakra? So chakra in Sanskrit means wheel. So it kind of ref, it refers to like the energy points in your body. Um, they're thought to be if you can imagine like spinning discs of energy that should basically stay open and aligned um, as they correspond, you know, to bundles of nerves, major organs, and other areas of our like energetic body. Um, they affect our emotional and physical well-being more than I think we realize. Why is that? Um, Each chakra has different um, areas that it um, controls. I don't know if that makes sense. Actually, so I'm going to talk about the seven chakras. Mm -hmm. uh, And what made me think of this is my uh, shepherd, who is a Reiki master here. She's actually teaching a class here on the 20th. It's a two-hour class. And it's basically all about chakras. So she's going to just dive down into it, and she's actually going to do some healing and some chakra clearing on the clients that sign up for it. So, But I was going to tell you, some say that there are actually 114 different chakras. I only know seven, but I just thought that was kind of an interesting thing that some people believe there's more than seven um, energy centers in your body. And, and I've heard the same thing. I'm familiar with the seven. If you ask me to tell you where they are, I'd have to think really deep and they have different names and they correspond to different colors. I've even heard more than a hundred and some odd. Um, okay. Yeah. So there's, there's, but those, the ones that we're talking about today are really the, the main ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about the seven. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Where do we begin? Well, I think let's just start at the top and we'll move down. So let's start at the crown chakra. Um, so the crown chakra is really linked to all the other chakras. Uh, it affects not just, you know, the organs in the crown chakra, which are the pineal gland, the central nervous system, and the cerebral cortex, but it actually affects all of them. So our brain, nervous system, 
um, is considered the chakra of, of enlightenment, um, and it represents, you know, our life's purpose and spirituality. And then when those are blocked, the blocked crown chakra may seem, you might feel like you're narrow-minded, um, you're not open to things, you're very skeptical or stubborn. Um, and then when the chakra is open, it's thought to help, like, other chakras open and bring the person, like, bliss and enlightenment and things like that. So, yep, the crown chakra, uh, so that's on the very top of your head. And the color of that, so everyone has a color. Each chakra has their own color and space. And then, like I said, the um, where they're located on the body. So the crown chakra's color is purple. Gotcha. And the crown chakra, even before we go into the, the other six, are there chakras that are you feel more important than others or in your experience would you say they're they're all equally as important i think they're equally as important but it's very interesting on different ones like i can almost feel certain ones more than others like for my throat chakra which has always been kind of a problem for me believe it or not but like expression so like with this when we're not there yet that's the third one but um for me i i notice like, I don't really ever know if my heart chakra is blocked. It's not something I feel. I'm sure it does get that way. Um, but just some I'm more, I notice on myself a little bit more. But I don't think any one is more important than the other. I think, you know, in balance, I think if they can all be open, that would be great. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if one, I wouldn't say one's more important than the other. No. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So we we have the... Um the top chakra, if you will. Uh, okay. any, any more to uh, explore on that one, or should we go down a little bit? Mm, I think we can just keep going if you want. I mean, I have different there's affirmations and things you could do for each one. I don't know if we need to go into all that. Sure. But um, just one more on the crown chakra. Um, certain things, um, if it is blocked, other issues could be like obsessive thoughts, um, being easily confused, depression, um, you know, different things like that, having memory problems. So that's all in the, if the crown chakra is blocked. Gotcha. So. Okay, so next would be third eye chakra. And that color is a, like a darker purple. It's like a bluish. It's like an in-between the purple and the blue color. Um, and then, so that's the third eye. And it's actually physically located on the head. So right in between, like a little bit above your actual eyes is where the third eye chakra is. And um, the blockages can manifest as headaches, um, issues with sight, concentration, and actually hearing problems. Um, people who have trouble listening, who really, you know, not really in touch or, or kind of seem like they know it all, their intuition might, it might be blocked. Um, when it's open, though, I've thought that people will follow their intuition a little bit better and be able to see kind of the big picture of things. Mm. Oh, that's the third eye. The third eye. Oh, can, and can I share something with you? Sure. So somebody told me who, I guess they did chakra clearing. And this is, uh, I, I believe, over the summer, maybe last summer, end of the spring. And they told me that my third eye is clogged up. And they they cleared it to an extent, but they said, it, it it's kind of mucked up. Got to be honest with you. You know, I, I don't know if we can even get it past where it is. Uh, so they said that you you can't see the future like maybe others can or get a feel for that. However, they said you make up for that in other chakras where you have a keen sense to spot liars and BS. 
Mm. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right, I'll take that if I need to, you know. But the intuitive part, uh, you know, in, in terms of seeing the future or having a feel for it, I, I get what they're saying. Um, but I wanted to share that just because it was, the, it was connected to the third eye. No, I like that. It's, I like that a lot. Um, bad dreams is another one. They say if it's if you have a lot of bad dreams, it could be your third eye chakra is just blocked. Mm. Um, hallucinate, you know, bad vision. I mean, headaches also could be in the third eye. So the third eye, the organs it affects the pituitary gland, the nervous system, the brain, the eyes, and the nose. So that's all third eye related stuff. So any issues with that? I mean, could be just a you know, a closed chakra or just something that's just not in alignment with all the others and stuff. So an interesting Emily point that you bring up that if uh, somebody's having uh, nightmares and, and that could be connected to it. Mm -hmm. I know it's so interesting. It's just, it's just another whole realm of holistic health. You know, it's just another, you know, little tool in your, in your, in your toolbox of, okay, well I'm having this, maybe it's this, you know, I don't know. I mean, could be so many things. We're sure. human. There's lots of stuff. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So um, on to the next one. Next one would be throat chakra. Um, so that is thyroid gland. And again, I have thyroid issues. So that's probably another reason I have a lot of throat chakra issues. Um, sinuses, ears, and vocal cords. But it's also like if your throat chakra is blocked, you're not going to communicate really well. Um, speaking up your ideas. Um, you know, releasing stuff that you need to or tell somebody the truth. Uh, it affects creativity and then, big, like I said, big on communicating. Like communicating your feelings uh, is, is a block for me a lot of times. So, um, so, yeah, so that's one on the throat chakra. And then, yeah, I already said what those were. And then that color is blue. And then that's actually located in your throat, like kind of at the base of your throat, a little bit lower down. So. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So on to our, our next one. Okay. Next would be heart chakra. Uh, that's the color green, and that's obviously located in the heart area. The heart chakra affects the thymus, the heart, arms, lungs, blood circulation, and your immune system. So, you know, if your heart chakra is blocked, um, it influences, you know, thoughts about harmony, power, and love, sharing and giving and receiving, growth, balance. And it's big on, like, hate and anger and despair. So a lot of times if you just have a lot of anger, you should, you know, do some heart chakra clearing. And there's a few, you know, I think this is coming out a lot, too, with yoga. Like, a lot of people that are into yoga and stuff know about, like, the chakras. And so I remember doing a surrender class in yoga, and they do a heart heart chakra opening to where you lay on a yoga block, and you actually physically you're opening your heart, and you say some different mantras. And one thing I wanted to mention, I know I'm mentioning the colors, but in massage school, our teacher was really big on when you're doing the work to visualize the color. So the heart chakra is green. So when you're doing the work on the heart chakra and you're trying to clear it, you want to visual, you actually want to visualize the color green. And again, there's, there's, you know, aromatherapy that can go with it. There's lots of really good affirmations um, that could go with these you know, clearings of this, but I just wanted to mention that the color is, is pretty important as well. You know, I'm aware, and I mentioned it earlier that each chakra corresponds to a color, but, uh, I didn't even consider that we should visualize the color. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I'll get to the root later, but just cause we're talking about colors and I know this sounds super weird and it might be totally off, but the root chakra, which is the, the last one, 
um, when I was in massage school, there was another gal in there, and she was trying to get pregnant. And the root chakra color is red. And my teacher was telling her just visualize red, and think, and she even told her to buy red sheets and red underwear if she wanted to get pregnant because the red, the, you know, wow. for the root chakra could be helpful. So it doesn't even have to be visualizing. It could be wearing it or, you know, having the colors with you. But, yeah, the colors are, are supposed to be pretty important as well. So I think that's kind of interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press the pause button for a second and ask you what the what is the correlation between Reiki and chakras energy okay so it's all based on the energy healing because that's what the chakras are like i said they're like wheels of energy you know you imagine like a wheel of energy spinning around it, and it, it all goes down the base of your spine so these are all like in line and i'm sure you've seen the pictures of like a chakra you know somebody sitting you know cross leg and then it has the colors you know the crown the third eye all the colors going straight down the line so keep in mind these all go directly down your spine and it's just energy. So then the Reiki is energy healing. So then they can tap into these chakras and see, you know, I mean, like a really a Reiki master can actually probably see these colors and see the chakras and unclear them or, you know, clear them or, and see what's blocked and what's not blocked and stuff like that. So it's really, really cool. It's really, really interesting. Mm. So final question on that. When somebody is doing Reiki work on, on somebody else, or are they actually sending that energy to the uh, the chakras? Is that really what's going on there? Oh, yeah, they can be. And, again, every – it's kind of like a massage and with the Reiki. Every client is going to be different. Every session is going to be a little bit different. There's different things, you know, you'll need to clear or that you want to clear. Like, you know, so the Reiki master can, can hone in on that. And, or in the last few before, like, I remember – back when I was going through some stuff and I needed to release a lot of anger. And so she was helping me release a lot of anger. Um, but then different, you know, organs hold different anger and things like that. I mean, I know in the heart chakra you can hold it, but you can also hold some anger. And the liver is a big spot, um, you know, to release anger. You hold a lot in your, in your liver, which is actually the solar plexus chakra. But, yeah. They, they hone in on the chakras and, and just different energy spots that can be blocked, for sure. But wow. again, if there's more than seven, they're not just doing, you know, so they're probably really, I mean, there's so many more chakras, that, you know, the more that I don't even know about, that they are probably able to hone in and see, you know, other ones that are blocked, not just these seven main ones. Got it. All right, let's go back. What's, what's left on our list here? Okay, so we did chakra, so next would be solar plexus, which I was talking about. So that's where, you know, you have the liver. It affects the upper abdomen um, areas like the pancreas, liver, gallbladder, stomach, and upper spine. Um, it influences thoughts about personal power, trust, beliefs, self-esteem. Another big one for me I try to work on. Uh, emotions, different risks, like you might take more risks if your solar plexus is, is blocked, um, aggression. Um, and then making decisions. If you have a hard time making decisions, it could be your solar plexus is um, is blocked. I mean, you know, it has a lot to do with sensitivity to criticism, low self-esteem, kind of a need to be in control, um, but also allergies and stomach. Well, and you had stomach ulcers, I think. So stomach ulcers is one that they say could be solar plexus 
chakra being blocked. Hmm. And that's located where again? So the solar plexus, it's going to be, let's see, like almost right under your rib to your, so it's like right below the heart. So like under rib to like, so it's like upper, upper abdomen area is where the solar plexus is. And from your experience in, in just, uh, in just any, any blockage within a chakra, what could potentially block them? Oh gosh, negative thinking, um, Gosh, I don't even, there's so many different things that, you know, even stuff from childhood, thoughts and beliefs that you have. Um, a lot of just, like, the first thing that comes to mind is negative thinking, really. I mean, I know that sounds so easy, like, why well, I could just fix that, but it's a lot of stuff is really ingrained in us. Um, and that could just be blocked for, and different, different things, like you were saying, even maybe, like, surgeries or different things that we've done to our physical body that could possibly block the energy of our bodies as well. So, yeah, I think it could be a multiple, you know, a lot of things that can block your chakras. Could it even be a, let's say, a trauma from your childhood? Oh, big time. That's that's probably, I know that's where a lot of mine come from. I can tell you that, especially, like I said, the throat, heart, and the solar plexus. Those are, all those right there on me, or I need to to work on those a lot to get those cleared because... Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a big one. I got you, and I, I don't know if I, sh- I ever shared with you, but in all of this work, in the last uh, probably three years on, on my journey, that's where I started realizing this, and I knew about this. I did marketing for all of this, like for decades, but never really jumped into the water. Kind of dipped my toe in, but never jumped in until the last three years, and that's where I learned that all of this stuff is real. And I even had hypnotherapy. And I even said to the practitioner, yeah, take me right back to my childhood. That's where we're going. Because I knew. And it's not that it was anything <laughs> yeah. bad, but there's... Right. Yeah, we got stuff. And we all, all, capital capital uh, letters there, all of us have stuff that we're dealing with. And it's probably from our childhood. Uh, so sure. what do we have left? Don't want to run out of time with the, with the oh, chakras, okay, yeah. but what's left? Right. So we just have two left. So we did a solar plexus. So we have the sacral chakra. Um, so let's see. So sacral, sacral, so that's the lower abdomen area. So that affects like the lower abdomen stuff, like the adrenal glands, the spleen, the kidneys that can affect blood sugar. Um, and then down into like the genitals, you know, uterus and testicles and things like that. So that's the sacral chakra and that color is orange. Um, it influences thoughts about feelings, boundaries, sexuality, creativity, um, and addictions, actually, is one on the sacral chakra. Um, sometimes feeling really vulnerable could just be, that could be blocked. Um, bladder issues. And then back pain could be another one that actually affects if that one is uh, blocked. So that's the sacral chakra. Wow. And then let me just to go to the last one. Do you have any questions about that one? No, let's go. Okay. <laughs> the last one is the root chakra. Root chakra is the base. So it's almost like the very base of your spine is where the root chakra. So that affects the lower body or the base, like the reproductive system. That's why my teacher was telling my, my you know, other students to wear red underwear because it affects the reproductive system, skin, muscle, bone, um, pelvis, legs, and feet. So that's the root chakra. And then problems um, associated with that, it can influence thoughts about safety, security, um, anger too can be down there, um, greed, jealousy, an unfocused mind, not reaching goals, unable to stay still, 
another one of mine, uh, mental fatigue, mm. and then actually elements of arthritis could be with that one as well. So, And, and which yeah. what, what was that rock, uh, chakra called again? That one's the root chakra. Yeah, what you just said, unable to stay still, that's me. Like, I'm always going... Yeah. Not stop. I think and we that, talked about that last time. Oh, and and I I realized something this weekend, uh, this past weekend, for the first time. I'm going to say in almost ever, as I, far as I can remember, I just took a day and did nothing. I laid around. I did a little bit of cleaning. I was going to go out, hang out with friends, blah blah blah. I was like, and with the weather was bad. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to do nothing. I found that once I start doing that, that's a, that I that's what I'll do. So I, I'm almost afraid to power down because I'll just do nothing for <laughs> for a week. No, but sometimes we need to do that. We need yes. to, I'm the same. I mean, but usually, unfortunately, the only time I do that is when I'm sick. Because it's my body saying, sit down yeah. and do nothing. You know, so I'm like, okay, fine. I have no choice. Yep, yep. But when this is a line, though, we'll feel grounded and secure, you know, physically and emotionally. If our root chakra is grounded, we'll just be like, okay, even if we do nothing, it's okay. It's more of our thoughts like, oh, my gosh, I'm not doing enough. And that, you know, you're not feeling grounded. You're just like, oh, I'm up in the air and doing, I just need to do stuff to feel worthy or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Well, you, Emily, bring up a great point because if we're not taking that, that call to downtime, that almost sounds negative, uh, the, the, the you time, the us time, that eventually you're going to need it. Whether you want it or not, because your body's going to say, oh, yeah, you haven't been taking a little bit of relaxation time. Well, guess what? You've got, this is what you're dealing with now, and now you're going to have yep. to. Yep. I say your body will whisper to you. If you don't listen, it's going to start talking louder, and then it's going to start yelling, and then you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Uh, great stuff today. Thanks for, for breaking down the uh, all the different chakras. And we just don't realize how important they are and what's actually going on in terms of energy within our body. Have you found as a, a certified massage therapist, have you found that you can work with somebody to a point and, and get great results, but maybe not the hundred percent that somebody's looking for. And could it potentially be uh, a situation with a, uh, with a chakra? I think so. Definitely. Mm. Like I, I, I'm, I mostly work, being a massage therapist, I'm working on the muscles and like we were talking about the lymphatic system and things like that. I mean, I'm, I, like I said, I'm trained in the energy healing. It's not something I do. I worked at a salon where they, it was actually an Aveda product. They, they had all these chakras, a, a smell for each one. Because like I said, there's also an aromatherapy for each chakra. I mean, there's a few. Like, and so they had these blends, and it was an Aveda chakra balancing. And so... Mm. You would have, they would smell these, each smells, and you would do a balancing. And I did it, but again, it was years ago, and people really weren't into this, you know. Right. They were like, wait, touch me. What are you doing? You're putting your hands over me? You know, I mean, it's, it's nowadays people are realizing that actually the energy work is a good thing. But back then, I was, like, trying it on, like, my established clients. Like, what do you think about this? And they're like, mm, I'd rather you massage me. So, mm -hmm. you know, but, yeah, there's now it's really more popular, and it, I think people are realizing the importance of it, so... Well, it's all about the unknown, and we we know what massage can do. But, hey, even if we w went back 20 years, people are more open to saying they're getting massage now than they were then. It was almost like Oh, a, big time. Right? Oh, it's like people oh, feel oh, guilty. Big time. I mean, like, 
yeah, no, my in-laws have never got a massage because I feel like they thought back in the day, like, oh, what? That's, you know, someone touching me. Like, yeah. certain people don't even like to be touched. So a massage sounds like torture for them. So, I mean, I get that. But, yeah, it was more of, like, maybe a luxury or maybe something inappropriate, to be honest with you. A lot of people yeah. probably have that in, the, in their heads, yeah. Until you go and get a quality, professional massage, then it's a, it's a life changer. And I, exactly. I actually experienced that with a very close friend recently. And I said, you got to go. I'll, I'll make the appointment. We'll go together. You're, you know, I'll set you up with male or female, whatever you want. It'll be fine. And she actually said, I cannot believe how great that was. I was just, you know, I avoided it. And, and now she's telling other people <laughs> that they should oh, go. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so good. Well, uh, I tell people to start with a chair massage. If you're uncomfortable oh. getting undressed in front of somebody, Go to a chair, you're, you're still fully clothed, and then you can get kind of the feel of the place, and you're not uncomfortable because you still have your clothes on, and just do a chair massage. And then usually almost everyone, and it's usually like my female clients send their husbands in for a chair massage, and then they come back for a regular massage. So mm. that's a good starting point, too, just to start with a, like a simple chair massage. And I would imagine, too, a final thought here that you don't even need to be undressed for a massage. It's, you know, do you need to? No. No, my, actually, my mom came the other day. She just wanted a chair massage. She didn't have much time. And she's like, hey, can I just hop in for a 30-minute chair massage? I was like, come on in. So yeah. got her in. She just hopped on the chair, worked on her neck, because that's the only issue she really needed was her neck and shoulders. And that's perfect in a chair, you know, a massage chair. So uh, I'll yeah. tell you, if I was anywhere near St. Louis, I would be, I would be there. Uh, oh. You would be it. You're amazing. You have such an, uh, the passion uh, for doing what you do and the knowledge as well. If somebody wants to reach out, they just go to your website? Yep, that's perfect. Actually, my number's on there. They can email me. They can book straight online. You can buy gift cards online. Yep, the website is hamandhealinghands.com. It's H-A-M-A-N-S, and then healinghands.com. Yep. Been fabulous talking with you. Thank you for all the insight, all the info, and uh, I appreciate it, and I wish you all good. Thanks, Steve. You too. Thanks, Emily. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Woo! Let's get crazy! In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in too. Just so you know, in real life parties, nobody jumps in after you. You just look stupid. Come on, jump in! Come on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.